0: Welcome Braves Nation to the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your crazy host, John McKay,
1: and I have one of my best friends in the world,
0: Jeremy Bell on the other side. Jeremy, how's it going?
1: Uh, It's good. Crazy. I don't know, man. Are you crazy? Are you really? I mean, well,
0: <laughs> when it comes to working uh, a little bit crazy, but otherwise, I'm good.
1: <laughs> that's great. Absolutely. Uh, good to talk about the Braves, though, on this lovely eight-game winning streak.
0: Yes, exactly. I was going to say, hey, it's, they haven't lost since we talked last.
1: Uh, No, and that's good. You know, uh, we talked about at at times it's, um, you know, time to start getting it going. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really as worried about uh, June uh, as anything. I really, you know, would thought maybe middle June, maybe first of July, get it going. But, uh, you know, they've all of a sudden turned it up and turned the heat up in June. And, and, of course, the Phillies have, too. So uh, the Mets being on that West Coast trip uh, has really helped uh, mm-hmm. get the Braves back to within six and a half of, uh, you know, first place. And, of course, that eight-game win streak does, too. And, again, we talk about it, and we have talked about it before. You you start to put pressure on. Uh, you start to put pressure and pressure and pressure. And, and it seems like everybody's uh, rolling right along right now, the offense, the defense, you know, the pitching. Uh, everything's uh, just clicking.
0: You look at that. You you see they're six and a half behind the Mets. But if you look at, if you want to feel better, a little bit better, you look over at the wild card and they're only a game or two out of that as well. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, I, you know, I, I think, I, you know, down the stretch, uh, is where I think it's going to get interesting. You obviously want to put that uh, distance in between all those other teams. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Philly's changing managers. Uh, that was huge. You know, they've got on a, a little bit of a win streak, uh, you know, to, to get back, and uh, which I was kind of shocked at, at uh, getting rid of Joe Girardi. You know, the Angels did the same thing and got rid of Joe Madden and, and, and <laughs> put Phil Nevin in there. And all of a sudden now they, they start winning too. So, uh, you know, is it the manager or, or what? You know, I heard them talk, uh, Brian Sitcher, um was it, I think, during the Colorado series he may have gone in the, in the uh, locker room and, and all of a sudden instead of – you know, going in and berating them or going in and, and, and just yelling at them, just went in and said, hey, guys, I think we're better than this. Uh, and and just, you know, calmly uh, said, hey, you know, we, we can play better, we can be better, we can hit better, we can do a lot of things a lot better. And all of a sudden it turned to an eight-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of it is put on a manager uh, for the wins and losses, and, and it's not necessarily the case unless you're Tony Arusa and you decide to walk a guy uh, on a one-two count. And then uh, Max Muncy hit the homer. Now, that's a weird uh, managing string. But anyway, uh, Snit just, you know, does his job very calmly, much like Bobby Cox, and, and doesn't make rash decisions, just makes little tweaks here and there. And we've been talking about that all year. And and now, you know, starting to trust that pitching staff to go uh, a little bit further. And, and I think that helps, too, as well, because then that eliminates not eliminates, it takes out a bullpen guy every game when your pitching staff can go a little bit further, and mm. that just gives them better rest.
0: Did you – wait a minute. Did you just say La Russa walks a guy yes. with a one-two count? Yeah, you
1: didn't, you didn't see that yesterday. You know, uh, uh, that was on Thursday. Trey Turner, a guy who usually ends up killing the Braves anyway mm-hmm. to begin with uh, every time they play. Yeah, Trey Turner was up. He had a one-two count on him, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's a lefty on the, the mound, I believe, and Max Muncie coming up. Okay. And Larusa walked him. Okay, he walked him with a one-two count. Now Freddie, I believe, standing on second base, uh, and Freddie's looking, going, "What in the world is going on?" I, I don't know that I've, I have do not know that I've ever seen that happen in in any managerial situation where you walk a guy when you're up up in the count at one and two, and he walked him, and then Muncie comes up and hits an opposite field homer, uh, and I believe. It wasn't the fact that the White Sox were winning either. If I remember the score, they're losing seven to five still. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't want to put any more people on base to begin with. And then lo and behold, Max Muncy comes up and hits the homer. So odd moves, probably one of the oddest that I've seen in a long time. But it came from an old school manager. And, you know, I can understand in the old days, you know, you pitch around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where you you would throw four pitches and they wouldn't be anywhere in the strike zone. You just pitched it around him. right? You know, trying to get to your left-handed guy, but he just flat out like they like now just got up there and said, four, let him go. See you later."
0: See, yep. I usually I usually brag on Larussa. I think he's you know manages great. I think he manages a good game, but that's not that's not what I think of when I think of Tony. Lerush. I do
1: too. I look, I do too. He's an old school manager. You know, he's going to bunch you along. He's going to Uh, do a lot of things. And I I think much like, um, you know, Buck Showalter with the Mets, Mm -hmm. you know, they had uh, had a young team and they just didn't have somebody to bring it all together. Um, You know, and and I think Tony Arusa has done a little bit of that with the White Sox being a young team uh, and a a very good team at that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just kind of somebody there that not necessarily is going to be a fiery manager who's going to get on the young guys who don't want to hear it anyway to begin with. They're just going to trust the guys that are there, but also going to remind the guys, Hey, look, we don't play this way. Uh, but we're reminding them behind closed doors, not in front of anybody. Right. Uh, not, not going to just, you know, get out there and, and, and uh, but he's going to stick up for his guys. You know, he can do a lot of things. And I think uh, Tony Roos has done the same with the White Sox. You know, they've been struggling, finding some, somebody to manage and, and he's done it now. Is is he a a long-term manager? No. Uh, But that definitely was the oddest thing yesterday that I'd seen in a long, long time. That's definitely going to go in the book of, you know, (laughs) odd things. You know, you used to have Yogi Berra and his sayings, and I think that one ranks right up there with what Yogi would say, you know.
0: Does he kind of – getting back to the Braves, does he kind of remind you of the way Snicker manages his team or,
1: you know? Yes, absolutely. You know, that's just the way, you know, again um, – I, when when I hired Brian Snicker, um, I, I I wasn't necessarily a huge fan because I just thought, well, that's just a stopgap. You know, that's just going to be one of those where that's going to be uh, – uh, he's just going to be the interim, and he's going to go back to coaching third and, and, and everything. And, and just from the things that I hear and the things that I see, you know, he manages this game very much like Bobby Cox did, you mm-hmm. know, for many, many years. Except he doesn't get kicked out as much, which we talked about that before. But he manages the game very much like that. And, you know, he's it's going to be that guy that that um, is just not going to get overly excited about anything. Uh, not going to get, you know, it's going to be overly positive about everything. Uh, if they go on a four game losing streak, which let's not, by the way, because we have not gone on a three game losing streak yet. He's still gonna stick the same guys out there. He may make little tweaks. He may tell guys, hey, let's I'm gonna move you down the lineup or I'm gonna let's let's I'm gonna take you out today. You'll be back in there tomorrow. Just a break, just a one day off, whatever, which happens for everybody. Right. Know, he's changed his lineup up so much this year, you never know who's gonna be there, but it works. You know, it it works. The basis of the lineup is still there, but the the you know, the people that are in the spots may be a little bit different but it seems like he gets the most out of the guys that are there, including the guys that are on the bench. He still feels those guys on the bench are just as important as those guys that are playing. And even though they're not playing, they're still, hey, next man up. You've got that opportunity to go. And I think that's LaRussa in this same boat. He doesn't get overly excited about things. Uh, You know, he's going to make those little tweaks here or there. You know, LaRussa, we talked about it, I believe, maybe earlier in the week or last week was the guy who came up with batting the pitcher eight instead of batting him nine. Yeah. And, and his explanation was a genius explanation of it as well. And it, you know, just one of those things, you know, well, that's just Tony La Russa, you know? (laughs) I mean, so that's just what was weird about yesterday's game and seeing uh, what, what he did. And, and he, he said he, he defended the decision. And, and, and look, that's fine. He, he he stuck by it, but but boy, uh, you don't see many of that. And it came back to haunt him. Now, if it had worked, uh, you know, look, everybody would have been saying, "Well, that's just Tony Larusa. He did, you know, did something again that, right. that that worked out in his favor." And it just so happened it didn't work out in his favor.
0: Right. So Kyle Wright pitched another great game
1: on Tuesday he night. Did.
0: The Braves yeah. win, or the Braves win three to two. Um, yes. What do you think of Kyle Wright's performance? Uh,
1: I thought it was fabulous. Once again, I thought it was fabulous. Um, you know, you, you get to the point where uh, there's no longer this talk of, oh, well, he's, you know, he's, the, he's, he's the rookie and he got a start in the World Series. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's not a guy that, that is a, a youngster anymore. And we've talked about that. You know, it's, it's kind of like freshmen. Uh, freshmen in high school, freshmen in college, by the end of their freshman year, they're not freshmen anymore. No. Okay. Uh, they're, they've got a year under their belt, so they shouldn't be playing like freshmen. Well, Kyle Wright's not playing like what you would classify as a rookie in his first year, full year starting.
0: Uh,
1: right. He's, he's playing more like uh, a veteran. Mm. Uh, you know, he's looking like Max Fried was uh, his, Uh, what second year, I guess his first year free little struggle because Soroka was the main guy, but -hmm. you know, he's looking like that. But, but eight innings, uh, no walks that was huge, seven strikeouts. Uh, but but he was, you know, setting them up, you know, setting them up and down left and right. But, but eight innings, uh, again, a strong effort. And, and again, when you look at this starting five, starting four, I go five because because our, our guy Spencer Strider is going tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think you'll see, uh, you know, a, a little different guy tonight going uh, just because of not being in that Colorado air and having to work as much. Uh, so, but, but, you know, I, I'd put these four to five guys up against anybody in the starting rotation uh, because you got Max Freed, who's had a great stream going, although he, you know, he struggled a little bit. In, in his last game, but got to six innings, which was good, and they still won, oh, by the way. Right. Uh, you know, then, uh, you know, you've got Ian Anderson, who seems to be, uh, you know, uh, pulling down the strength on his own, and Kyle Wright. You got Charlie Morton, who has struggled at times, but has picked it up as well. And then you go with guy number five, which it looks like is is going to be Spencer Strider for a little while. And, and that's a pretty potent five guys you got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean – I think personally, and that's just from me looking at it. That's five great guys. You know, for the Mets, uh, you know, their two guys, Degrom and Scherzer, aren't pitching, um,
0: right.
1: and that would make them a pretty formidable uh, pitching staff as well. But They've I got think other one out too, don't they? Yeah, they do. So I think, but I think these five guys are are pretty strong, and I think it goes to show you that, and the Braves have had strong pitching. For, for a long, 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 long time, you go back to the, to the days of, of Glavitt and Maddox and Smoltz. and right. And uh, their farm system has been very strong as, as well on the pitching side. Uh, and, and, you know, Mike Soroka is starting to get back, starting to make some some starts uh, in, in the minors. And, and, and that's a good thing. So that's a guy you could rely on because you could potentially put him back into the rotation and move Strider into that bullpen role, which makes that bullpen even more effective with him coming out of it, but, uh, but boy, uh, Kyle Wright, you know, just another great game. And look, this is the guy who got off to a great start anyway to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he, he came out. I remember he pitched the game that they got their world series rings and was fantastic because I was, I was there, but, but uh, you know, he's, he's great. And he's, you know, he's getting the benefit of runs, which certainly helps when you can get, uh, you know, two or three runs, you know, Max Reed's not bothered by one run. And no. that's, you know, he's, he's okay with one run, but you know, when you, when you look back at it, you know, they scored two runs in the first inning and I was sitting there thinking, Oh no, you know, this is trouble. You know, he got himself in and out of trouble in the first inning. Mm-hmm. But then of course, um, you know, our, our good friend, uh, Ronald with an outstanding night, uh, helped him out, got it back tied. And then he ended up getting the win out of it. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, just another great effort out there, and it looked flawless, too. It didn't look like he was, you know, just laboring any, you know, and, and, and struggling. He just was just out there, get the ball, throw it, whatever happens.
0: Did I lose you? Uh-oh. Are you there? There
1: we go. Oh, sorry. Are you good? Yeah, good. I had this great, you know, uh, great – Thing and, and it just all just probably went away.
0: I hope not. <laughs> um, so, going back to the Colorado series, uh, Acuna ended that with a home run to win that game. Yes. Yes. Coming back on Tuesday night, he hits, in his first two plate appearances, he hits two home runs. He yes. hit, in three at, at- bats, he hits three home runs. That's, that's pretty standout out right of shirt there.
1: It is, but you know, that's what we come to expect from Ronald. Um, it's, it's things like that. I, you know, I got a chance to watch that game too, and and I watched the majority of it, and it was a quick game too, if I recall correctly. Tuesday night's game, two and a half hours, I think. Funny, uh, I was, you know, uh, on on my end, it starts at about six twenty, I guess. Lucky. Uh, which on yeah, I know, which on your end, it's seven twenty. So so it starts at six twenty, and by eight forty, 840, eight forty five, it was over. Mm-hmm. um i mean it just rolled through like no other uh which is great and again that's just a testament to right in his pitching by first of all um there weren't a great amount of of long innings uh there weren't a great amount of struggles it was get the ball throw it uh you know and 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 we move on to the next batter whatever happens mm-hmm. uh but and even the innings that the break scored runs and even the innings that the that the uh, A's scored runs, which is the first inning, it still didn't last very long. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, it, was, it was it was great. But Ronald, you know, Ronald is Ronald, uh, and he's fantastic. He's, uh, you know, even you go to Thursday night's game, you know, he gets on base, he steals, and then somebody hits him in, uh, mm. you know, and that just started, started the runs uh, for him on Thursday night. So, uh, you know, it's going to start with Ronald at the top, uh, and and that's where it's going to end with Ronald at the top. So, uh, you know, he's he's a fantastic player and getting stronger every day, being able to play every day, which is good. And to be honest with you, we don't need Ronald to play every day. Still, uh, it's okay if if he does get a day off and and plays DH or or uh, something like that. Obviously, I'd still rather have Ozuna in the DH role, uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm not going to ask for that much, but. But uh, Ronald's going to get a day off every once in a while, and that's okay. Everybody deserves it. Darno, I think the guy's getting a day off because Contreras is playing well too, and, and that just makes him stronger as the year goes on. And and uh, you know that Contreras guy's still uh, rolling right along. And uh, you know, as as good as uh, hitting as he's done, you would think that it's a guy that it should be playing every day, uh, oh. and he's not. But every time he's in there, he does well. And yeah. I think maybe getting that one or two day off here or there, you know, keeps his mind clear because it doesn't give him much of an opportunity to think about, you know, oh, I'm no, no, I'm I'm on a two-game – I haven't hit the ball in two games, you know, or something like that. He gets a little bit of a break. So uh, – but uh, but that offense sure is moving right now.
0: Uh, um, I would say my standouts from this game would be Kyle Wright and, or Acuna. I can't because they uh, – they Yeah. Can, I, yeah, I, I – I, I,
1: for me, I you know I would go with Wright just on the pitching and things. Ronald's gonna get a lot of those standouts, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but but Wright pitching eight innings, uh, just barely got over hundred, if I recall correctly, in that eighth inning he got to tight. 103, 104, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he still looked as strong as ever. Uh, even you know when he was throwing pitch 20, pitch 50, pitch 70, boy, he was still. Uh, dazzling uh, and uh, dynamic and he was causing the A's to be off balance for a lot of it um, and and you know the other thing too what he was doing was he was getting those quick outs and mm-hmm. that's why the game was so short you know uh, he, he wasn't uh, struggling with you know his pitch count or throwing the deep getting into the deep counts uh, like 3-2 and things like that he was Moving the line, moving it along pretty quickly, and 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 that was good, and that's why the pitch count stayed low, and that's why the game went fast.
0: Right. So moving on to Wednesday night, the Braves win thirteen to two. Wow. Um,
1: yeah, another it's, it's, another another two point conversion and a touchdown, two touchdowns, right?
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> 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 I got I got my brain fogged up there for yeah. a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think, was it the fourth inning that Ian struggled in this game?
1: Uh, it was the fourth, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: But yep. then he, you he got, got out of it and he got six, correct?
1: Yeah, he he got out of it and got six. Yeah, one of those where I didn't know if he would go, how many innings he would be able to go, but he, he got out of it um, and got to six innings. He, he walked a couple of guys. He did strike out five. But, uh, again, the bullpen came in and was fantastic. Chavez, Smith, and then, of course, Jesus Cruz came in and finished it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that uh, – it you know, it was a zero zero game up until the sixth until, – up until the fourth inning, and then the A's got two runs. Uh, the Braves got one in the fourth and then came back with four in the fifth, one in the sixth, seven in the seventh, and then, you know, obviously the game was out of reach by then. Uh, so, uh, and we got to see Christian Bethencourt pitch, you know, that uh, nine or that eighth inning, I should say. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he struggled, but he still pulled it back together. And again, you know, as the year progresses, um, you know, these are the types of innings where yes, I'm gonna go. I may go out and throw 25 pitches in an inning, and mm-hmm. I may struggle, but I still got to go out my next inning and and potentially cut that down. So you know, you can throw 25 pitches in an inning in the first inning and throw 10 in the next inning, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're at 35 pitches through two innings, and that's still a, a good number. We've talked about that before, so. You know that was the job, and he did. Hey, look, Max Freed did last uh, Thursday night. You know, struggling, mm-hmm. uh, struggling, 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 and still got the six innings. Right. Uh, so, so that was a, a a good thing, and and I think that was uh, one thing for Ian Anderson. It's just you know, hey, uh, you know, he's got to be one of those where how far can I go? How right. much can I go? How far can I go? And and he got the six innings, and lo and behold, uh, you know, it was it was fantastic.
0: So, what is it with Oakland loving to get uh, Braves minor league catchers?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he was, if I recall correctly, he was uh, not on their team when the year started or something or that another. I heard the story about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just kind of tooling around and, and then finally made the big club. Uh, so, I, I think he – it may have been in the, in the minors, maybe even deep in the minors and, uh, you know, finally made the big club. So I don't know. um, You know, there's another guy in their minor league that, that appears may be potentially that catcher of the future, but Bethancourt, you know, yeah. Betancourt when he came up was supposed to be the catcher of the future and even got the starting, starting day nod uh, when he first came up, but, but uh, just has not, did not play well and, and struggled. And, and uh, you know, then you know a host of other players, Flowers and other guys, you know, got to catch until Darno got the full time job. So, uh, so yeah. Hey, but he pitched well though. Did
0: uh, he? Uh, you know, he I, was throwing I, uh... the
1: ball. Yeah, he was throwing the ball ninety five. Wow. Uh, and if I recall correctly, uh, they said he used he was a pitcher at one point as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was going up there throwing heat. He wasn't going up there throwing, you know uh off speed junky stuff, you know, at sixty miles an hour, uh, you know, just trying to get the guys to hit it. He was throwing some heat. Uh and and pitched pitch pretty well, personally.
0: Who did he come up with when he was with the Braves? Who was our main catcher then? Was it was McCann?
1: Um McCann the McC- was there. McCann was there. Um um but yeah, I believe that was that was it. Okay. Yeah. McCann was remember. back. Yeah, McCann was back. So Yep.
0: Um, who the offense stood out to me in this game? I couldn't pick a certain uh, player. Who who stood out to you in this game?
1: Um, yeah, I'm like you. I couldn't take probably a certain player. You know, Riley and Ocean with a couple hits each, and um, you know, Riley with uh, three RBIs. Uh, Albies had four RBIs that game. Uh, and then uh, you know, Adam Duval another good game, two RBIs. Michael Harris two RBIs, so with two hits as well. So you know, everybody. Uh, except Heredia did come in there at the end to go in right field for Acuna didn't get a hit, but mm. everybody got a hit. Uh, so everybody moved the line. So you could give it to everybody, but it's good to see Adam Duvall hitting the ball, by the way, yep. getting back over that, that 200, uh, you know, batting average. Uh, so that's good. Uh, so if I had anybody, I'd probably go with Adam Duvall. All
0: right. I, I got you there. Um, moving on to Thursday evening, the Braves end up beating the, um A's or the Pirates. Sorry, we started the series of the Pirates. So we swept the
1: A's. <clears throat>
0: yeah, swept that two games. Swept, sw-
1: swept the Rockies, swept the A's. Uh so you you know, you can't you can't complain about that, no. can we? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: End up beating and, the Pirates three to one last night behind a pretty decent pitching uh from Max Reed.
1: Yeah. Um uh, yeah. you know, struggled struggled a little bit in the in the first inning, uh, you know, got six innings out of it. Uh, deep count. What I noticed about Max last night was well, a lot more three-two counts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that was just from the Pirate hitters being a little more patient mm-hmm. or not. Um, but a lot of deep counts did strike out eight. Didn't walk anybody, by the way. So you're wondering about those deep counts, and I know um, I was in and out. Uh, I know you listen to the radio quite a bit. I was in and out. I was listening to the radio in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, and then ended up watching the game. and I watched some on the app too. But I, I noticed there are a lot of times when I was listening on the radio, he'd go 3-2 and then strike the guy out. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that was what concerned me a little bit last night. But you know what? It's Max Freed. And <laughs> he's allowed to have that game, you know, every once in a while because he's probably going to come back and he's going to strike eight out, and you're not going to be able to even touch him in this game, and he's going to go seven or eight innings. So he got it back together and got to sixth innings. which, you know, he was only at 90, maybe at 92, 93 pitches when he got pulled in the sixth inning, and he potentially – and I'm surprised that Snit didn't say, hey, can you go out and give me – do you want to go out and give me another inning to see – and and he probably would have gone out and pitched 10 pitches and been at 103. And guess what? That's kind of what's been the average over the last few weeks from the starting guys. But, right. um, you know, Snit said, hey, pulled him out. Uh, Will Smith pitched, you know, the seventh. A.J. Minter pitched the the uh, eighth. And Kenley Jansen pitched the ninth. And, and they were all fantastic. And one of the things about <clears throat> Minter that was brought up was at this point last year he was sent down mm-hmm. uh, to the minors. Uh, and he went down and and had a great attitude, did a great gr- did a great job. Came back up and was lights out the rest of the year. And and he's been good. I, he was one of those guys like Luke Jackson. Uh, whenever they used to, whenever Luke Jackson used to come in, I used to cringe uh, because <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew that something was going to happen. Uh, and you know, but he was lights out last year. So please bear in mind he was great. Um, but I, I can remember. The games that we went to, um, that he would come in to pitch, and I would be oh so scared. Uh, <laughs> and my wife, you know, my wife would be, and and my uh, my son would be sitting there because my daughter and I, we had that thing going. Here comes Luke Jackson, you know. So it'd be he'd get the first out, he'd get the second out, then all of a sudden, boom, you know, the wheels would just fall apart, and and he would start struggling. So mentor was kind of that away for me. Um, you know, for the last couple of years, but boy, you know, he's been, he's been good. And, and uh, so I can't complain, but he, yeah, he would sit down at this point and came right back up and, and deserve that world series ring along with everybody, because he was certainly a, a huge part of it. But, but uh, yeah, matched another good game. And, and again, a limited number of runs, you know, they scored 13 the night before uh, right. they get him, you know, they get him one run in the second and get him two runs in the third and then the Pirates get a run on a home run, uh, but, you know, what did you, they struggle with runners in scoring position, too, and I think only got somebody to second base, and that was as far as they got, so really, did they put any pressure on Max Freed? I don't know necessarily if they put that much pressure on him, uh, so, uh, you know, just a second base, and that was it, But but Max, you know, Max is calm, he's a calm, cool customer, and he doesn't let anything bother him, and he goes out he pitches six innings and goes in the dugout and and has fun with the rest of the guys
0: i was i was in and out of this game uh like you um i didn't yeah. see it but i saw the i saw the last inning from kelly Jansen and the save so i was i was excited um uh, yeah on oh a yeah note, the the braves went 3 to 1 and the lightning went 3 to 1 so i was happy
1: <laughs> yeah you know the lightning um uh, I I caught the last half of that, last, uh, I guess, four or five minutes of that game, and that's where the scoring occurred for the Lightning. Um, You know, it looks like, what are they, they're they're on their way to, uh, you know, trying to win their third in a row, is that right?
0: Yeah. Third Stanley Cup in a row? If they win Saturday night, then they will be in the finals.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Dick Vitale's favorite hockey team, by the way, is the the Lightning. Of course, he lives in Tampa, uh, so uh, he's a huge Lightning fan, and he was watching the game but New York boy the Rangers you know they're just looking for a championship in New York mm-hmm. for something uh you know the Yankees also obviously have been good but the Yankees have not won a World Series since '09, um so that's a long way away so they're they're looking for any kind of championship and 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 you know and for the Mets, you got to go all the way back to 86 since their last championship and that was a fantastic team which shouldn't have won by the way but they did so you know they're they're looking for a championship and uh the the Rangers um may be on their way to being eliminated. It's you know three two series now. So uh but the uh, Lightning good game though. Good game.
0: Yeah, it it was. Uh getting yeah. back, getting back to the Braves. The Braves are continuing their series with the Pirates. Um with Spencer Strider on the mound tonight. Look out, Pirates.
1: Yeah, look out. Well, you know, this is what I love about about Strider again, uh, he's a guy that uh, could pitch seven innings and it go an hour, right. okay? Because he gets on the mound. Now um, Chavez has been that away the last little bit too. Um, he certainly has been great out of the bullpen because he just comes in, he throws, he goes home. You know, it goes to the dugout. You know, that's that's about it. And that's the way Strider is. And you know, they were talking about how. Taxing it is pitching in Colorado Mm -hmm. uh, of of how um, you know pitchers were very sore after they pitched in Colorado more than they than they were because you're having to exert so much more energy to throw the ball or to get that spin on the ball uh, to where it moves and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how much effort Spencer Strider has to put into tonight's game, you know, because hey, look, Max Freed just pitched. Uh, you know, and pitch fantastic in Colorado. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how Strider's ball moves tonight because I think you're going to find a little bit more movement on it tonight and a little better effort. But he's he's going to be going up there throwing strikes. Right. Uh, no doubt about it. What I want to see from Spencer Strider is potentially to get those quick innings, uh, to get uh, that pitch count going to go hopefully to 80, but around that 70 mark, let's not see a, a huge amount of drop-off to where he's uh, going deeper into counts or he's walking, guys, to where he's, he's struggling a little bit. So I like to see my pitch count get a little bit higher. Uh, and, and that way, maybe that momentum, maybe that um, stamina can get a little bit stronger to where he can you know, go 80 pitches this time, maybe 85, get to that 90 mark. And then, you know, we'll we'll go from there. But that's what I want to see from him tonight. But he is going to, if you go back and you watch, if you're Pittsburgh and you're watching film, he is going to throw strikes. Right. Uh, and he is going to do so quickly. So, going there swinging, uh, that's for sure, because it's going to be coming in there hot and heavy.
0: Do you have his ERA as of right now?
1: Uh, Striders is at 2.76. Yeah. Which is pretty good, you know, for a – one and two. Now a lot of that's been done in the bullpen, you know, right. So, uh, but you know, he's he's been one of the better bullpen guys, uh, and and going up against Contreras tonight, he's one and zero and one point nine three. So, uh, still, uh, you know, still a good pitching matchup. But but uh, but again, I love watching Strider pitch. He's just my kind of pitcher. You know, for a team that has been as hot as they are offensively, Strider's going to go out there and pitch quick so that you can get back in and score runs.
0: Um next up for the Braves will be
1: Saturday night.
0: I think actually I think it's Saturday. Afternoon. I think it's a 4:10 start if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes. Uh Charlie Morton will be on the mound for the, yes. for the Bravos. Yeah. Um, he will. I'm excited to see him get out of the first inning and not struggle.
1: Yeah. Um you know that's where he has thrown so many pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, we've talked about it before. He may throw 30 pitches in the first inning and 10 the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's great. Uh, but but what I need out of these starting guys is I, I need them to go that six innings, that seven innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead of going like tonight with Spencer Strider – Potentially, you're looking at maybe four innings, maybe five, if you're lucky, depending on the pitch count. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that's the case, you're going to use an extra bullpen guy. Uh, And it might be the case tonight where you see, depending on how they're doing, you see a guy like Dylan Lee coming in and pitching two innings. Um, You see a guy like, um, you know, Colin McHugh come in who, who had a low pitch count his last few times. And if he's in that six, seven, eight pitch range, come in and pitch another inning. Uh, so that way he takes up an extra spot and they don't have to use as many. So that's what I think has has made, will make your team stronger at the end is if your starters can go that seven innings. And that way you you take out a couple of bullpen spots and you don't have to so put so much pressure on your bullpen. Because let's face it, you know, your bullpen if you could get your guys to go seven innings and you could come with Will Smith, AJ Minter, uh Colin McHugh, uh, whom I'm leaving out, Tyler Matic when he comes back. Um, you know, that's four guys right there you could use in the set in the eighth inning. And right. that's a pretty strong eighth inning with certainly different pitching philosophies. Uh, you know, a couple of lefties uh, you know, and then a righty. And then you go with Kenley Jansen in the ninth. Boy, that makes it very tough for a team. Uh, and so that's what I, I would like to see these guys going that six, seven innings. And, and hopefully tonight, Strider can. And and, and then, you know, you, you bring somebody else in. But certainly over the last couple of days, you haven't had to tax your bullpen a whole lot. So they should be well-rested for tonight with Strider.
0: I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Colin McHugh is on the COVID list right now.
1: Ah, I didn't see that. Um, huh. Okay. Well, that's and that's okay because we yeah. certainly got guys who can who can fill in. Uh, and and even if he is on the COVID list and they decide not to bring anybody up, we still got enough to fill in in that role. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm glad Jesse Chavez is back. I think that's a huge key. And and uh, you know, you're you're going to get uh, Matic back soon, and and you're going to get uh, you know, Soroka back soon. So, hey, you know, I'm 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 comfortable right now. But, but yeah, I hate to add it. He's on the COVID list.
0: Um, Kirby Yates is coming back soon as well.
1: Yeah, that's the other guy I was trying to think of. Yes, uh, Kirby Yates could, could be a, a very important guy. You know, it's one of those where you, you pick that guy up and you're like, you know, we don't need to tell. You just go ahead and rehab, do whatever you need, get strong, you know, a couple extra months of extra rehab, get strong. And that's like Soroka. You know, you don't rush him to the bigs because you don't need him. Uh, Because, you know, we got five guys, four guys at least, and you throw Strider in there with five that I would put up against anybody if you don't need him. Same thing with Yates. You don't need him right now. At the end of the year, you certainly could use him because he's going to be a whole lot stronger at the end of the year. So that's a, that's a uh, a huge guy to come in at the end of the year. And Magic, you know, Magic, they said last night, uh, that he his shoulder felt as good as it had in years and wow. strong as it had in years. So that's huge, too. So, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that was very important uh, to the uh, to the bullpen last year. Uh, so important that he, he was forgotten when they were riding down the parade route in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> you know, they wouldn't let him on the bus, you know. So, uh, anyway, an important guy coming back. So two good guys coming back there that I think, are going to play vital roles down the stretch. But everybody's pitched in in this eight-game win streak, and, and, you know, everybody's doing their job.
0: Um, I've got a little tidbit, but I'll save that for after this. Uh, okay. Um, on Sunday, it'll be uh, Kyle Wright again, correct?
1: Yes, uh, that is true. It'll be uh, Wright again. It'll be his turn in the rotation uh, against Thompson, I think uh if i got that right um yeah i think that's right so um anyway but yeah kyle wright's turn again uh with uh morton going uh on uh, saturday and and it'll be kyle wright's turn and and then uh or will it be ian anton's turn
0: um
1: Who's t- whose turn kyle will Wright.
0: it be it's right okay Anderson. It's- uh wednesday night
1: yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, these games all running together now, John. It's like you. You tell me that all the time. These are all running together. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So again, you know, set up for a a good weekend with some great pitching, and uh, you know, the Pirates hadn't been known for pitching over the years, and um, you know, you take advantage. And and even if it's a, I don't, I don't, even if it's a one nothing game, a three nothing game, I don't care. Give me some runs. And the offense certainly has been giving this pitching staff enough runs. Over the course of the last few weeks, to make a lot of guys comfortable, and I think that's what helps. And you know, even with Spencer Strider going tonight, you know, give him a couple of runs here or there. You know, all of a sudden you're looking at a three nothing game, a four nothing game, and and you know things change because when you pitch, you know, and you're out four to nothing, or even five to nothing, one pitch is not going to do it and do you in. Right. Uh, even if the bases are loaded, they don't have a five five run homer. Right. You know, it's just a four-run homer. So you can go out there and just relax and be comfortable and pitch. And, again, as I said, Max Reed only needs a run uh, or no runs, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he can pitch pretty comfortable. But these guys like to pitch with with leads. And maybe the same with Charlie Morton. Get out there, he gets through the first inning rather easily. You go out there and you score him a couple of runs, and he he, uh, he pitches uh, a whole lot better. But, I, I, you know, some things to watch out uh, when he pitches is, uh, how's his ball moving, where's it moving to, uh, you know, just things like that. Because I still think he's still getting comfortable on the mound uh, with his stride with that broken leg. So, yeah. Uh, but as the, as the weeks go on, it should be getting better and better.
0: So wait, did I lose you again?
1: No, I'm here. All right. Sorry. No, uh, you're I good.
0: I with technical issues.
1: <laughs> Technology, man.
0: So I know, right? Um, so, I'm yeah. looking for our Braves continue the streak this weekend. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm looking for them to, uh, you know, it's getting, it's fun. Uh, oh. But, again, they're starting to put the pressure on the Mets a little bit. You know, they've gained, uh, what, three or four games here. Uh, yep. You know, you go six and a half now. And and uh, the Mets are starting to look in their rearview mirror and see not only the Braves but see the Phillies as well. And that certainly will put a struggle – on a team that's been playing as well, you know, got out of the gates really quickly, uh, got out to a big lead. But I think we also knew that, you know, a team like the Braves wasn't going to sit there and and watch and wasn't going to get on a good streak. And this eight-game win streak has been fun. Yeah, I certainly want to see it continue uh, with uh, 9, 10, 11, however many they can go, but certainly keep the consistency going. And And, you know, it helps when the offense is clicking like it is, mm-hmm. that's really playing well that helps a lot when you're scoring runs. Um, even if it's, again, if, it, if it's one or two, uh, that's 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 fine with me. But, but everybody's been clicking. The defense has been really good. Uh, you know, that guy, Michael Harris, has is, is, uh, made some great catches the last few, few games. He made one uh, earlier in the week, and Andrew Jones was there. And, and uh, you know, it looked like he stuck his glove out. It was a gapper. Uh, between right and right center. And he took off running and, and lo and behold, you know, almost like he had an extension on his glove Uh, and, you know, he just stuck that glove out there and made the catch. And Andrew Jones was uh, going, Ooh, look at that, you know? (laughs) So, you know, but, but it's playing well, you know, look last uh, Thursday night in the, the, um, uh, the women's college world series in softball Mm -hmm. and, and it was Oklahoma and Texas. And it was a great matchup. You know, Texas had them up early, Two to nothing. But Oklahoma playing some great defense. Mm-hmm. And man, and has got some good pitching as well. And then finally turned the offense on and won the game. But if you get a chance to go and watch some of the defensive highlights in that game, there was a home run, a rob, home run that was robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a great double play in the game. And I mean, they turned it quick. And you have to in college, you know, in women's college, the base pass being as short as they are, you got to turn it quick. Right. And they turned it quick and looked fantastic and and uh you know looked like Dansby and Ozzy out there turning two. So uh, you know, the defense has been really good and and uh but again we got great defensive guys. Um, you know, look at Harris and center and Acuna and right, and then you go around the horn uh with Olsen and, and, and Ozzy and, and Dansby and, and Austin Riley at, at um at third and then, you know, Contreras, you mentioned uh, you know, we were texting back and forth on Wednesday, Contreras throwing out runners as well, and darno mm. has been doing the same. So, you know, good defense. You know, they say about good pitching is going to be uh, good hitting, and that's the same with defense. It's, you know, a good, strong defense. And even though we've struggled, uh, we still played great defense, and, and it's certainly shined over the last few weeks.
0: I've got two things. Um, one, think about that team at Vandy with Brian Reynolds, Danzy Swanson, and Kyle Wright. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's like the um, – that's like uh, – was it Max Fried, um Oh, yeah. Pitching his – was it Giolito was on that team? Giolito and – And then uh, the kid from the Cardinals.
0: Jack Flaherty.
1: Uh, yeah, Flaherty. I mean, my gosh. Did anybody ever get any hits? Or <laughs> did any – did they – I mean – did anybody ever score any runs off those guys? I mean, because if you look, that's, that's you know, I mean, wow, what a pitching staff that was. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, that, that was fantastic. You know, um, Bandy over the last few years has been known for having some great players. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt about it. Um, you know, you would think that Vanderbilt is a smart school, by the way. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a school that's hard to get into. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, the academic standards are very, very high at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great campus, by the way, great atmosphere. It looks like we, with my dad being in the hospital uh, in April, uh, he was in Centennial, which is right there, right near the Vanderbilt campus. Um, and so we were there uh, and we would go down and eat at some of the places close to downtown and and, you, and, and just students everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and, it, and it, the atmosphere just looked fantastic. Uh, but, uh, but baseball, they've certainly been known for having their fair share of uh, baseball players. But then you can go back and look at Georgia, though. Georgia's had their fair share of good players as well. So, um, you know, uh, but, um, but anyway, it's, uh, you know, great, great players come from all over, and, um, you know, and luckily we've got several of them on this Braves team.
0: Yeah, you know, I forgot about Mike Miner being from Vandy, too. So, you know, Mike Miner, Kyle Wright, Dansby Swanson.
1: Yeah. Um, who was the other guy from Vandy? Um, oh, he pitched for the Rays. Uh, David, David – uh, pardon?
0: David Price.
1: David Price. I believe David yeah, Price uh, was a Vandy
0: Walker Bueller from the Dodgers.
1: Yeah. I like Walker Bueller, by the way. Good pitcher.
0: I'd like him better if he was on, not on the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I
0: agree. <laughs> my second thing, it's kind of selfish. Hey Braves, can y'all send Michael Harris back down to Mississippi for one game on Tuesday? Like <laughs> so, so, so you're watching.
1: Uh, um, yeah, maybe. Let's not. No. Um, I'm okay with that. Maybe you can catch him in a barnstorming tour or something, uh, and and he can sign some autographs, and that's it. No, I don't want him to go back to the minors. So. Yeah. I think I he's, being, I, I, think was, he's I, was, I think he's I think he's sticking around. Hey, you know I, I, my little one, tidbit, it's funny. Um, my son just recently graduated high school and and so uh, you know, sending out graduation cards and 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 invitations to graduation, you know, and everything, and you send out you send out several of them to friends and family and all those things and and so my daughter had this idea. she had seen it on TikTok, which I'm not on TikTok either, by the way. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't go on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or any of those. I'm too old for that stuff. Uh, so, so she saw this thing on TikTok where, where people were sending their graduation invitations to people, uh, you know, like Lin-Manuel Miranda was one and, and others. And so we sent a graduation invitation to the Braves. Nice. Um, and so uh, we sent out four or five. Uh, and we got a, a response back yesterday, which I thought was fantastic. They wished him luck. Uh, and sent him a nice little letter, and so far they have been the only one to respond. That so, is awesome. Uh, kudos to my favorite team responding back to my son, wishing him luck and in uh, uh, his future endeavors. And and uh, he was uh, super excited that you know he got a a, a letter uh, from the Braves. So uh, fantastic.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. It well, is. man, that's about all I got for you. You got anything else?
1: No, I'm good, man. Uh, just uh, another good weekend of, uh, you know, fantastic baseball. And let's see if we can inch a little bit closer to the Mets and make us all feel a whole lot better getting under five games. Uh, but staying over 500, that's another thing. But, uh, you know, go Braves. Go for uh, go for more than eight and the winning streak. Let's do it.
0: Guys, yeah. thank you all for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, like, subscribe, share on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. Um, and um, look forward to talking to you guys next Tuesday. And go, brave. go Braves. Go Braves.